Say, do you have challenges in your life? Maybe difficulties in relationships, at work, or in your marriage, or with your kids? Who doesn't, right? Or maybe you have traumas from the past that just won't go away. Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goodbye Past Hello Purpose podcast, where we provide wisdom, insight, and tools to help you overcome life's challenges and live a life of joy. I'm your host, Debbie Kaminsky, a speaker, author, and coach. Now sit back, turn up the volume, and join us because you don't want to miss what's up next. Well, hello, friends. This is Debbie Kaminsky with Goodbye Past Hello Purpose. And I'm really glad you're here today. We're going to talk with Alex Cabrera of Possibility Business possibility. I asked him, I said, what does that mean? And he said, exactly. (laughs) So today we've got four steps toward possibility, which Alex will enlighten us on. So welcome, Alex. Good to have you. Thanks, Debbie. I really appreciate it. It's uh, it's been an honor just to learn a little bit more about Goodbye Past and Hello Purpose and possibility really isn't where we operate from on a day-to-day basis. Most businesses, and that's kind of my area, Focus on what's predictable, what's probable. Ah, yes. There's a certain downside to that when we look at probability because we all know what's probably going to happen after Christmas. Um, we're probably going to put on about five pounds. <laughs> uh, we all know what's well, possible. Well, we got Thanksgiving coming right? even before that. Well, so. <laughs> what's probable after New Year's is we'll set resolutions, and then within right. a month, we'll probably have all stopped pursuing those resolutions. Yeah. So if what's probable is what drives our life, then maybe we need to shift our focus. And that's what possibility really is about. Ah, okay. That's a whole different way to look at things, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, you and I met for lunch, what was that, a month and a half ago, two sure. months ago, something like that. And we just had a nice connection where we resonated with our goals, which are to overcome really the past and move forward and really embrace our the purpose in our lives or for ourselves, our business, our spirituality, whatever oh. aspect of our lives that that is. And, and yours focuses also on overcoming. Tell us what you have had to overcome in your life that brought you to this point where you are embracing this whole possibility business. Yeah, I mean, uh, success is a terrible teacher. Um, and I had a very successful Childhood, um, high school, even college, probably the first part of my career uh, in the Navy. Um, so, you know, I went to the U.S. Naval Academy, and the year I got in, it was the hardest school in the nation mm-hmm. to gain acceptance to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd been very successful up to that point, so I just kept on pursuing those great things. And it was fun, achieved a lot, but when failure hit, when my first real like crisis happened, um, I was on a quick break. I had taken some time off to go visit friends, and I was skiing, snow skiing in Heavenly Valley, and I fell down a mountain. I, last run of the day, and shouldn't have been on the run, and I went, and I don't remember it, but my friends say I fell uh, within the first 30 feet, lost a ski, and started tumbling down a double diamond, which is an expert run. Holy cow. One of the most uh, difficult shoots on the face of the mountain. Yeah. And they say I fell 1,200 feet. Holy smokes. And probability said, science said, I should have died. You shouldn't be here. I yeah. shouldn't be here. And so literally I was uh, faced with a question when I did come 
to my senses and understood after being in a coma for a week and hospitalized for a couple months, how did I, how did I survive? Because it certainly wasn't probable. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I'd been an atheist at the time, and so there's certainly a faith element to this whole journey because what I discovered is there's something that exists outside of probability, mm, and that's yes. what's possible. And that's when it began, when my ah. journey really began. So that's, your, that's the definition or the difference between probability and possibility. The probability is just like statistics, numbers, yeah. things I mean, like that. Science. Science, Science even yeah, says yeah. possibility brings a spark of life that's miraculous. I mean, it's, all, it's a miracle that we're even here talking. I mean, what are the odds right. um, that two people who have a similar life purpose would be together? Right, and we've never met until, well, we've met at, at some gatherings and just from afar, it was like, oh, there's a new guy here. Who's that guy? Yeah. Who is that? Yeah, so you, um, when you look at your past, what would you say some of the greatest traumas have been that have shaped who you are today and, and then who, you know, shapes who, the, who you'll become tomorrow as well? Well, like I said, so that, that realization that the probability of my life um, was always going to be an external factor, like there's certain measurables that happen around you, and that skiing accident was one of them. The probability yeah. was that if I did survive, I would be maybe a vegetable, paralyzed, um, certainly permanently traumatically brain injured, and, and there would sure. be a limitation to what I, what I could succeed sure. in. Um, and so I really didn't want to be limited by that, but I also saw that I was, because we all really are limited by that. I got retired from the military because of that accident and really had no idea what I was going to do. Um, mm -hmm. So the loss of my career that I was still going to be in today if I'd had my way. The Navy. Uh, the Navy. And mm -hmm. then uh, shortly thereafter, my next like, okay, well, I'm going to go spend time with my father who I'd never really known. Oh made plans to go live near him, get the call, he has cancer. He oh, dies three weeks later. And so I'm just heartbroken. And so you, what had your relationship been like with your dad? It had been good, life? but a very distant. Okay. A good and very distant relationship that we didn't really know each other. Okay. You know, we certainly loved each other. There was compassion and connection when we did see each other, but okay. I probably saw him maybe five times in five 10 years. Okay, so not much. It was not much. A few phone calls, a very rare letter correspondence, you know, while I was deployed in the military. And so I was really excited to go yeah. do this. Well, now I'm out of a career. I don't have a father. I'm heartbroken. And um, I got this little whisper in my head, and it said, you should go bike out to your 10-year high school reunion. <laughs> Living in northern Minnesota at the time, I'd graduated from high school in California. Oh my goodness, bike across bicycle, the nation. Right, bicycle across the nation. We're not talking a motorbike. We're not a motorbike, <laughs> and, I, and I hadn't been on a bike since high school, so that was a crazy idea. Right. I ran to my mom pretty much and said, Mom, I had this crazy idea. What do you think? She'd be the last person who'd want to give me a risky assignment in, in the crisis of my life. Right. And she said, you should try it. I think that sounds like a great idea. Wow. <laughs> totally improbable. Um, right. And so I did. I took a bike ride across the country, and I was probably one of the first travel bloggers. Uh, I had a friend who was in the web industry. He, I would send him 
pictures from my Sony Mavica camera, which uses a 3.5 inch floppy disk for a storage medium. Uh -huh. And I would write up a little article about what I'd biked on and talked to that day. No and the website was called Broken Heart. Broken Heart. Broken by a dash because there's a, a poem about the dash in our life. Like there's no, born 1970, died 2020. Ah. And there's this dash in the middle. Mm -hmm. And this is all about what that dash really represents. Ah. And so, yeah, so I, I had this traumatic experience, and God used that to help me see that what was ahead of me had very little to do with what was behind me. Now, there's hills and valleys, and those will keep on happening, but what's ahead of me is not based on hills or valleys. It's based on a possibility, mm. a future that I'm living into that gives me hope that I can see something that I couldn't see behind me. Right. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's kind of where the idea came from. So you were, weren't you dealing with a brain injury too yep. at this time? Yep, and... uh, very much so. And, and then two years later, because of that brain injury, and it's hard to say if it's exactly because of it, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Okay. Um, and so there was a concomitancy, a, a, a commonality that happens when you have a traumatic brain injury, a severity that I had. Sure, sure. So I wanted to become knowledgeable and I went and became a school psychologist or started training to become a school psychologist because of that. Okay. Uh, during that time is when I encountered the Landmark Forum and Landmark Education gave me the language that helped me put some of these ideas I was experiencing in my life into actuality. Hmm. The very concept of possibility, which is we all understand what it is, but they kind of created a science and technology around this idea that what's possible is really created from a future that you live into. Okay. And that creation is actually done with the people in your life who you hang out with on a regular basis. Sure. And you enroll them in something that touches, moves, and inspires you, mm. that they become so moved by that they're willing to support you in that. Now, that may, it may not be their thing, but because you've enrolled them in this idea, you are on a team right, to work right. towards together. So now as a business coach, that's my concept is how do I work with uh, team leaders and the teams they have to really create a possibility together. Right, and what do they say? That you are most like the 10 people you hang out with the most. Right, right. <laughs> whether whether that person is your barista at the coffee shop <laughs> there you go, right? or the person that you think is your best friend, you know, but you don't really right. see him very often. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that that matters. So here you are. You went on this trip. Yeah. Tell us about your trip. Like, what was that like? Uh, well, it's 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 a terrible. I look at this website now, but uh, brokenheart.us is where it exists now. Broken uh, with the dash, dash the heart bro yeah. dot us. So okay. You, you can check out some of the adventures yeah. there. Um, but yeah, so it was really about a three month journey, um, twenty four hundred miles. Got out to my reunion in the best shape of my life at that oh, time. Bet. <laughs> Legs of steel, right? Um, oh, and uh, and the ramp up to that, but it was it was a journey of seeing uh, this incredible country we live in, mm -hmm. and more importantly, the the best resource we have, which is our people. The people who are willing to invite you in to stay at their house, mm -hmm. uh, pick you up on the side of the road when you're tired, really? flat, and you can't fix it in the middle of the night, and or warn you that, hey, you know, you're you're on an Indian reservation and they're having a teepee powwow tonight and there's a lot of drunks driving, you might want to come with us. I mean, I was at a, I was on a, a Ute reservation and I didn't know that, um, mm -hmm. just peddling. Uh -huh. And this family says, hey, why don't you come with us? We'll keep you off the roads tonight. 
and they had me in their house and no kidding. You know, the best spam I ever had. There are good best spam. <laughs> there are good people in the there world. There are great people. So many. And that's not predictable based on what we look at in our past. You know, there's this strife and turmoil, division, right. war. Um, and uh, and so what's what breaks that cycle is a miracle. A miracle. A miracle. A miracle. So what bro- what broke the cycle that was a miracle for you that you survived? Or? Well, um, I'd say, I mean, it's maybe I don't know if we'll, it's the place for it here, but but Jesus. I mean, uh, it mm-hmm. was it was a it was an introduction of a concept that there was a God who loved me, who even if it was just me, um, He would rescue me mm-hmm. uh, to to make it worth my life. Uh, and he had he had a purpose. A purpose. He had a purpose for exactly. your life. I yeah. I love the scripture, and I say this when I speak. <clears throat> you have to deal with my raspy voice. I have a little raspy voice today, but I I, I talk about this when I speak that um, God had a purpose for your life before you ever saw the light of day. Exactly, and that's biblical. It's it's yeah. and I I remember the first time I heard that I was like, what, for real, mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's a fascinating a fascinating thought. So your purpose has become, you went on this trip and it was, I mean, you had to go through mountains, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's mountains between Minnesota and California. There's a few mountains, yeah. And it was was a a journey for sure. Um, What goes down must come up is what, what I really got to experience. Well, I'm thinking yeah. bike riding yeah. and that's You're like, right. you know, it, it, I, I so enjoyed that first downhill. But yeah, like, feel that wind in your hair. But, but then you're like, oh, wait a second. Here comes the hill because, I mean, oh. it is an up and down ride. And uh, and so that was, that was a great experience. But it was also clear that um, I didn't know who I was. And so that's kind of where I'm at in my journey today. Um, still discovering. Uh, still clear that who I am is really a Com, a combination of five people. We all have this combination. We are the people that we know we are, but for us, it's pretty clear that who we are is not exactly who we want to be. Mm-hmm. So there's this gap, this disparity sure. between who we are and who we want to be. And then we have the person that other people think we are. Oh, and isn't so you, that true? You bump into people and they're like, that's not me at all, but they think you are that person. So now you've already got three people in the room. And if you combine those three perspectives, that actually creates the actual you in the world today. However, perhaps, and I believe this to be true, I think I know you do as well, there's also this fifth person. That's the person God designed you to be. Oh, yeah. So if we've got five people in the room, how do we get a congruity? How do we get these three, mm. these five mm. ideas together in the same room? And, uh, and that's kind of, again, where possibility comes into play. So how do we get that Well, congruity? yeah, so <laughs> the four steps. Um, um, and it's, it's, it's not that difficult, but it's sometimes hard to do by yourself. It really is helpful if you have others around you sure. in the process. Sure. Um, a guide, a coach certainly is helpful. But first, it's getting clear on what's so. What is so? Not, not the, I hope it was this way or this is what happened and here's my story about what happened. But what's so? A fly on the wall would agree with your statements. So we're I, talking facts. I am 40, yeah. It's you know, Joe Friday, just the facts, ma'am. Gotcha. Um, you know, gotcha, so, yeah. Uh, I am... <laughs> Uh, six foot two, two hundred and fifty-four, sixty-four pound guy right now, and uh, and I have you know certain physical limitations, and I have a degree, and I have you know, sure. and here's what my bank account says, and here are the yep. friends I have in my life. Yeah, getting really clear on what's so, but then we apply what's normal, which is what's the almost certain, probable future, and it's really not good news. It's really not good news. In fact, if it's if we think it's good news, we're probably not being honest. Hmm. 
Because what's true is that um, I'm someone who wants to be in better shape, wants to lose weight, wants to have great relationships, sure. but yet relationships break down, people move away, I continue to eat, right. and Thanksgiving <laughs> keeps on happening. And actually, and Thanksgiving comes, and it, Christmas comes, and, and New Year's comes. The statistic <laughs> is we don't gain as much as I used to think, but we gain, on average, as a nation, one pound every holiday season. Wow. And the problem is we lose only half of that weight oh, in the next six months. Yeah, that goes against us wanting to be so in good shape. <laughs> every year, the nation gains at least a pound, half a pound to a pound as a nation. Wow. And we are just continually growing, and that's why we have an obesity rate. Sure. So that's what's probable. So if we start looking at my life, um, um, you know, so I will probably get tired of working out. I will probably um, uh. binge eat maybe one too many times. Then I'll feel guilty about it. Then I'll, you know, then I'll go on a diet and and then I'll be successful for a bit and then I'll fail and then I'll think I'm a failure. Um, and so these are all the probabilities. And when we start to kind of spiral down the dark rabbit hole, by the time you're crying is about when you should say you've succeeded. Mm. That's what's probable. What's probably, you're probably gonna die. When you're crying, you, you've succeeded. What yeah. do you mean about that? Yeah, well, I mean, like I said before, success is a terrible teacher. I mean, if we always succeed, we will never find out what really is required to overcome. But when you fail, now you have something to see. Like, here's an area where I've been unable to climb that wall. What are the areas that I've failed in? Well, I didn't have the right equipment. I didn't have the right training. I didn't have the right support system. I didn't have the right physical abilities. Gotcha. So I can start to see those areas because I failed. Okay. If I just succeeded, if I just was able to whoop, whoop, up the wall, I wouldn't be able to tell the person behind me, how do you climb up this wall? I have no idea. I just climbed. Yeah. So failure is our teacher. It, it, and that's it where is. we grow in that failure. It's when we can grow and grow from that failure. And sure. so getting clear and then really seeing what the impact is of that probable future. If I'm probably going to be alone, overweight, obese, and die from a heart attack, and my kids are going to be sad that they never really got to play with their dad because he was hobbled by his his obesity and his arthritis and, and his grandkids never get to see him because he died before that, you start to get really the impact of what that has on yourself and others. Mm. And when you're in that place, now we can introduce possibility. Gotcha. But not as a fix. So we can always fix things. Like, yeah, I don't want to fix things. Mm -hmm. I want to introduce a way of being that if you were being that way, it would create actions to take. Okay. So like in my case, in that scenario, possibility of being happy. I mean, could I be content in the face of Thanksgiving dinner? Could I be content? Oh, yes. Very and much happy. So. <laughs> right, right. But, but content and happy without solving the problem of eating, being aware of the idea that the future would probably be if I ate that extra piece of turkey, I'm not going to get to play with my grandkids. Because if I'm aware, maybe that's another way of being aware. I just be aware. Mm-hmm. So these three possibilities introduced into my day-to-day -day existence and then shared with people in my life that are important, that can be inspired and you know, transformed with that idea, give me hope for that possibility. Okay, all right. And how that applies to business is really having a team that surrounds your business with what's possible. You know, not like a vision or a goal, but a way of being. A way of being. So what might that look like for someone in, like like for me, for example, starting up my goodbye past, hello purpose. What, well, might, you, what might that look like? I can already say you already have that. Hmm. 
in what way? Grace. Mm. Grace, kindness, mm. um, intentionality. You know, what does it look like to approach someone you don't really know and say, I'm going to make a difference with you? Mm -hmm. hmm. Well, thank you for that. I feel blessed and honored and um, it's, it's an emotional thing, you know, when we encounter people who love and care about us, it matters. And here's a Kleenex box. I'm just going to pass that over to you because, you know. And, and that's when possibility really is alive. It's not just a concept. It's not just an exercise. It's not just four steps. When you can engage with someone at that level, that, like I said, tears come, not just from despair and sadness, right? but from what's actually present in the way of being that transforms who you are now mm -hmm. with something you haven't even achieved. Right. I mean, I have not achieved, I'm, I'm doing a half Ironman in April, um, first, first time. I'm impressed. Haven't, yeah, don't be impressed yet. But, I'm impressed. But who am I being now because of a possibility in my future? All right. See, we, we have a lot of goals, and I'm a big planner. What I, what I discovered, though, is a lot of my plans are about what I'll do when I get there. For example, but, well, I mean, even like the logistics of getting to Spain, and that's where my, my half Ironman is going to be, Marbella. So there's logistics, buying the ticket, and you know, so the, the day of, I'll have my bike, and I'll have my gear, and I'll lay it all out, and there'll be a certain get-up time and a food, and all. That's a great plan once I'm there. Right. It's but, how do you get there. But, but having a plan in place that gets you there is part of what, what's possible. And then all the pieces that have to fall into place are the finances, and the planning, and the getting in shape. And true, and that is true, but who am I going to be in the face of, I pulled a hamstring? Who am I going to be in the face of, I did eat a little too much over the holidays. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's possible is, well, I can be someone who perseveres. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to be someone who, who um, is committed to sharing what I'm doing. Because tell you, you know, if I just said, made a promise to myself, I could even have registered for the Ironman and never told a soul. But now that I'm telling it on a podcast, oh, now I'm well, stuck. Oh, now it's out. Yeah, right. You've like, got to do this. People are going to be asking in May, like, so how'd it go? <laughs> yeah, when, so, what's the date on it? Uh, April 26th. April 26th. 2020, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's not that far off. It's not. 23 weeks from last Sunday. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that Thanksgiving meal and Christmas meal is yeah. going to matter. So I've, got, so I've got to be intentional and, yeah. and, and, and being aware yeah. of, of how this meal will affect my run on April 26th. Wow, wow, yeah. So that makes a difference in all areas of our lives. Yeah. That, and intention, I mean, let's talk about intention for a minute because I think that affects everybody everywhere. And I, I often say to people, uh, when they wanna do something or think something and wanna help somebody or, uh, you know, I, I, sometimes the intention isn't in the right place. Hmm, sure. Yeah. Uh, there might be a manipulation, yeah, yeah. or there might be a, an underhanded, um, I, I'm better than you are. Or a, So I always ask people, what's your intention in that? And if it's yeah. pure, right. we're good. Well, but I, but I think part of the process you share here is sometimes we're not aware of what we're doing because we don't know who we're being, because who we're being is actually generated from the past we've experienced. Yes, 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 so yes. Now, the I'll problem see. with humanity is that we think our past is in our past, but it really isn't. No. It's actually been cataloged and filed in our future. Yep. And then we live into that past that's in our future, and we say, I am never going to do that again, 
and then we do it again. Right. It's just, it's, you know, it's like I'm never going to be an alcoholic because gonna... mom or dad was an alcoholic, right. and then we we grow up and we're an alcoholic or a drug user or I mean, just getting divorced or a workaholic. Yep. I mean, we in this culture. We look at workaholism as a, yeah, go. Right. But it is killing people, yep. and men that, and, and that, women. That is part of my challenge, uh, personally, because I have a workaholic mother. I mean, she's still addicted. Yeah. Um, and, and she's a great person. Right. But she can't help herself. It's, it's, a, it's a sickness. And I've been afraid of that. Now, sometimes that creates a barrier to my success. Because if I'm putting in too many hours, I'm like, well, i got to stop. Because I don't want to become a workaholic. <laughs> No, that's I'm thriving. I'm enjoying my life. I mean, it's bringing I, you it, joy. It's bringing me joy, and yeah. sometimes I I kind of get those wires crossed. But because it's my past that's driving my present moment, yes. not the future I'm living into. Yes. And so yes. we can we define that future if that's possible. That's what gives me freedom. Yeah, for sure. That's and that is what I talk about. Mm-hmm. Those negative messages from the past. Yeah. Define who you are, just like a, an author writes a script. Oh, she's funny, she's smart, she's too much, she's, you know, doesn't believe that um, she'll ever be successful. That's your character in right, life. Right. And we take it, and it comes from the church, it comes from your teachers, it comes from your parents, your it friends. comes from your media, it comes from your friends. Yeah, yeah. And we don't even realize that this script has been made for us and it's handed to us, and we go, okay, let me read this. Yep, that's me. Well, that's, well, we, yeah, that's that, how we live our lives. And, and that's where the possibility me concept I've been working from for this last almost, well, 323 days to be exact, more than that. 323 um, days. Yeah, we have 42 days left in 2019. Yep. And I've been working on a year of just really discovering who I am, whose I am, and how do I operate? Because, again, I told you about those five me's we all are. Yeah. Yep. And well, can we bring that together? just to be one me, because God loves you just the way you are, and He loves you so much He doesn't want you to be that way forever. Um, mm-hmm. So there's this me that I am, and I heard this quote the other day, it's actually on Avengers Endgame, crazy oh, source. one of the best movies ever, <laughs> one of the saddest movies ever. But, but it said this, it said, everyone fails at who they're supposed to be. The measure of a person, of a hero, is how well they succeed at being who they are. Mm-hmm. And that's what's possible. How well do we succeed at being who we are? That's where your possibility lies. Yeah. And that's really great. And that and that's then becoming aware, identifying that stuff from the past that said who you were, mm-hmm. being able to say, no, that's not God's intention for my life. Right. Yeah. The intention for my life looks more like this and aligning with that and then going forward with that possibility does that exactly and, and, uh, Proverbs talks about in 27 17 it says you know as iron sharpens iron so one man one person sharpens another when we have those yes. people in our lives who are intentionally there for their own refinement and then yours too we begin to sharpen one another uh, for the purpose that we are made for right and uh, right. so that's yeah yeah Thanks. I really that's appreciate so great it. so alex tell us how um like do you work one-on-one with people do you work with big businesses tell us um i'd say my with... sweet spot is a team of uh five people okay um five to ten because if we get more than that you know if it's a solopreneur uh, an entrepreneur i love that um it tends to be that they're already overwhelmed and so I can work with them to create possibilities and as a technology specialist, help them have the tools that they actually use rather than having tools that use them. 
Yes. We are all limited in our time, and certainly yes. technology has promised us a lot of time, but what tends to happen is mm. we actually become more absorbed in the things that the technology is telling us to do. So yeah. that's part of my expertise is yeah. working with individuals and teams okay. to use technology more efficiently, maybe use it less, um, honestly, mm. uh, and, okay. and, then, and then having that freedom of mindset, way of being that creates what's possible for your business. Good stuff. Okay. Uh, so, so my website certainly yep. is a great way to see. How we see, can get in touch yeah, with you. Possibilitybusiness.com. Yep. No, no dashes. This is possibilitybusiness.com. Uh, you can also check out possibilityme.com. Is this really a, an adventure I haven't done much on, but I'm going to start working on that more. And the hashtag possibilityme is on Facebook and YouTube awesome. as well. Awesome. Awesome. So I will post that on the, um, on the podcast. So people will have access to your email, well, not your email, but your uh, website, yeah. how to get a, in touch with you. And actually, your email is here as well. Yeah. So I can do that, alex at possibilitybusiness.com. Great. Well, this has been a great conversation, and I just I love the wisdom that you bring and your story, falling 1,200 feet, 12,000 yeah. feet, 1,200 feet. 12,000, yeah, 12,000. 12,000, yeah, 12, you'd be dead. 1,200 was far enough. You'd be dead. Um, but what's really another <laughs> miracle, um, so my mom was working, again, I was an atheist. I fall down this mountain. Uh, I wake up, you know, a week later, a month later, I'm kind of cognizant of what happened to me. Yeah. Um, and the only answer is that, well, you should have died, and prayer saved you because my mom was working for the 700 Club, CBN, Christian Broadcast Network. It's a kind of a news oh. program. And uh, mm. and the word had gone out. Yes. Pray for one of our employees' son. He just had a traumatic brain injury. And and uh, and people from all over the world had called the hospital and left messages. They were praying for me. And I listened to some of these things. They And I'm like, who wow. are they? Why are they praying for me? And strangers, people strangers. you don't even know. Africa, South America. Wow. And, and so oh. then, you know, so I survive, I grow. I come to this place just this spring in 2019. I was like, you know, I've never actually seen that show. So my mom got, got invited to come on the show. What show is that? The 700 Club. The 700 Club. Okay. You know, internationally syndicated broadcasts around the world uh-huh. and uh, and be interviewed. And I, I got invited to come with, but I still wasn't ready to kind of admit that there might be a God, let alone a Jesus, that could do these things. Prayer, yeah, that makes sense, but who are they praying to? I don't understand that. It's a process when you're right. not a believer, isn't it? So I reached out to Christian Broadcast Network via their, their contact form on their website and told them my story. And, and literally two days later, they're like, give us your address. We'll send you a couple copies of the show. Wow. So I have posted that to YouTube. It's on a private link. Okay. Um, but if okay. you reach out to me, I can share that. Yeah, I'd love it's to Because really see. an incredible... My mom... Just knocked it out of the park. It was right? it was an amazing seven minutes. Like wow. just, just couldn't. I sat in the audience like, huh? This seems really authentic. And when <laughs> and was this? This is in uh, 1996. 96. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. that's when your accident. was. 95 was my accident. Okay. February 95, January 96. We're on the show. I'm watching this, going what? And then it was about a year later that I finally just 
came to grips with the reality. Well, that you found so, the Lord. Well, he found me. He well, yeah. he never. He never gave he up. Never, never he gave never up. does. Never gave up. Nope. Even the yeah. tough ones, you yeah. know. Never gave up. <laughs> yeah. Even mm-hmm. though we walk away, or I swore at the Bible and walked away, I was yeah. done with this God. And There's some theology still... issues with the song, but Reckless Love is oh, a great song. Yeah. And he leaves the 99 to go. That's find right. That love. That's yeah. right. Yep. He will always pursue us. So that's hope hope for our lives well thank you again alex for sitting here with us and and uh and sharing your wisdom and i just look forward to seeing where you go in your life as well and to see what's in store for you for possibility it's very exciting thank you listeners and we will talk to you again very soon Hey, thanks for stopping by today. Make sure you subscribe to our show. And if you liked this episode, please leave me a review so that we can continue to bring good quality guests. If you want more from me, just go to goodbyepast.com and you'll find wisdom, tools, and inspiration to help you say goodbye to your past and hello to purpose. Join us again next week for more tips and insights that help you get through life's challenges.